Welcome to Below the 49th, a perspective on my neighbor to the south below the 49th. I'm Michael A. Charbon. A special welcome to our new listeners on Google and Spotify and other podcast platforms. Today's title, 8-US Code 1227's Strategy. At the end of 2021, it's estimated that some 32 million illegal immigrants, refugees and undocumented will be in the United States. The current administration injected some 2 million alone in the inner cities just in 2021. Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas's secure border proclamation will go down with statements of the likes of, there is an Easter bunny and you can keep your doctor, and those trillions, I think, won't cost you anything. <laughs> so how does America really deal with all these illegals? Well, option one is amnesty, of course. You know, take the Dreamers and the 32 million illegals and say anyone who came in before 2022, apply and get your amnesty and your American citizenship. A suggestion like that would only come from the squad and the current administration. And I would suggest that there would be public unrest and riots in the streets if that idea is ever seriously enacted. Unlikely. Option two, take the dreamers, who by the way are practically adults now, and create a fast path to gain and earn citizenship. Regarding the remaining, lay out a plan over five years to address goalposts to qualify, register, and study to become a citizen, with the stipulation of no criminal convictions. Option three, you entered illegally, you penetrated a sovereign border illegally, you have to leave the country and reapply, with the one exception that if you voluntarily leave and register, you receive a special status allowing you to apply and gain legal entry and uh, an exceptional condition status because you registered and left. Again, with the stipulation that there's no criminal convictions. Option four used to be cut and dry, you know, where if you came illegally, skipped the lawful admission protocols, you, uh, you committed an illegal act. And if you were illegally in the country, duh, you were deported forthwith. However, in their brilliance, the current administration has muddied the waters, sending a directive that the sole action of being here illegally may no longer be a deportable offense. Brilliance. The other option is the ongoing enforcement of existing laws with Immigration and Customs Enforcement, called ICE, Department of Homeland Security, DHS, and Customs and Border Protection, CBP. All these agencies are empowered to find, detain, and enforce federal immigration laws and deport illegals. There is an arm of the Constitution that really has teeth. It's called 8-US Code 1227. It states that any alien convicted of a crime that gravely violates laws within five or ten years of permanent resident status is convicted of multiple crimes or one conviction with a sentence of one year or longer is convicted of a felony or other serious criminal charges are all cause for deportation under the law. So far. The one thing that just might hinder the application of this statute is race. Yeah, race. Ready for this? If you notice, the individuals streaming into the border illegally are almost exclusively black and brown. Now, that's not a racist statement or a form of profiling. Guys, this is an observation and a factual reality of the individuals illegally entering the United States. The point creates a problem for those opposing illegal immigration and looking to impose a federal law because undoubtedly they'll be accused of being racists, notwithstanding the legitimate federal legal point. Groups will distract and focus on the race issue. Yeah, race issue. 
America is the most litigious nation in the world. I mean, this is the country where Stella Liebeck, she sued McDonald's because her coffee was too hot and she got $2.9 and, and then there was the Subway footlong sandwich scandal, you know, which really measured 11 inches. Winning $529,000 for some teenage kid who paid for his uh, college. You know, taxpayer-funded independent lawyers and social justice groups are more than ready to represent illegals attempting to avoid deportation based on a biased race perception of discrimination. Just wait. Activists like Al Sharpton will race bait, as we saw him do with the Texas horsewhip scandal. Well, they, they boot him back to New York. See you later, Al. Texas won't take your... Whatever I was going to say. But how? How? How do sanctuary cities protect illegals? Well, they've carved out a unique legislation and, and enacted laws that are contrary to federal immigration law that mandates that if local police find an undocumented alien, they are not obliged, or in some cases even forbidden, yes, forbidden under the sanctuary city doctrine, to contact authorities for deportation. Uh, this predominantly occurs in blue political states, uh, which have given illegals temporary municipal voting rights, state photo-issued driver's licenses, scholarships, and extended social benefits that we all pay for. Several cities have allowed non-citizens to vote in municipal elections. Yeah, vote. Now again, if you disagree, you're a racist. No country, no country allows anyone to penetrate their sovereign national border and demand citizenship and all the rights and privileges afforded to existing citizens. No one. Unless that is if you live in California or New York. So, how will America effectively deal with these undocumented, undocumented illegals? How will they deal with them that are now living in America? Well, I'm going to tell you that 2022 midterms and I dare say the 2024 election will definitively determine the finality of that course. But in the meantime, America will experience what I believe will be the repopulation, unfortunately, of ghettos. Poor people and illegals unable to afford housing, sadly, will squat and live in abandoned buildings. It's going to be creating increased crime in the surrounding inner city areas. It's going to stress social services and vividly reinforce negative stereotypes that will set minorities back. That's a sad statement. It will also increase racial tension and the social and financial divide of color in a dangerous, dangerous way. It's going to result in protection and segregation by financial means with stuff like gated communities. Enhanced private security will be increased and selective access to private properties will be employed. I mean, the destiny of 32 million illegals who, illegals, I should say, who currently have the shade of the administration will eventually have to face their non-status and may be forced, after all, that they will have to go back home. The next five years will see America's real fundamental transformational change. That's what I believe. On a personal note, I wanted to acknowledge that this program signals our 50th episode of Below the 49th, a long, challenging, and learning process for yours truly. I mean, I acknowledge that the effort would not be possible without the help and guidance of our great production team and creative members. Their support has been monumental to this, our 50th show, and I really want to thank them. I greatly appreciate their faith and support in my pursuit of a dream have the privilege to speak about my neighbor to the south, below the 49th. 
Finally, please click and share, and if you do, kindly subscribe. For those listening to the audio version, remember to subscribe on Spotify and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you leave a comment, I try to answer everyone. I thank you for those considerations, and until next time, God bless and stay safe. I'm Michael A. Charbon for Below the 49th.